Mass shootings in the United States. There's a number of myths that almost every time that there is a mass shooting, you will hear a lot of these myths repeated in the news. And um, I was looking it over in detail recently, and some of these exact same quotes that are a myth were repeated in each of the press conferences that I watched. Well, one thing that they that some people would claim is that there's a standard definition, of course, for a mass shooting. That's not really the case. It's kind of a moving target, no pun intended. However, the FBI, which is the uh, kind of a law enforcement standard for these things, they have defined mass shootings or mass murders was the killing of four or more individuals generally by one shooter in one event now this has actually evolved into four or more people injured in one event by a firearm that was a mass shooting. They never they gave up on the term mass killings or mass murders. A lot of media sources use the gunviolencearchive.org because they're the best manufacturer in the media and they have zero accountability. The numbers weren't going well for the anti-gun crowd and in the third quarter of 2022 the gun violence archive changed their definition of mass shootings from four or more shot to three or more shot not killed but injured so far in 2023 the GVA lists 95 mass shootings in the United States as of March 3rd. And then they list out the incidents and the numbers of people killed or injured. Looking at their own statistics, only six of the shootings that they list meet the FBI's definition of four or more killed. And using their own definition previously of four or more injured only nine met their definition of a mass shooting so I can only guess that's why in the third quarter of 2022 they changed it to three injured is their definition of a mass shooting so there really is no standard no exact definition that everybody uses now, the Gun Violence Archive is also the source of the headline that gun violence was the leading cause of death for children. Their numbers say that in 2020, the firearms were the leading cause of death for children. However, their definition of children was ages 1 through 19. And that brought up a total of 4,200 
And the CDC, which also keeps similar statistics, said that traffic accidents were the leading cause of death for children. And they had 4,100. And the GVA has no shortage of graphs and charts. But on a different graph, the GVA says for children 1 to 17 years old, that there were 2,500 killed in traffic accidents and 2,700 killed by guns. The CDC said in 2020 that there were 4,100 killed in traffic accidents and that the number two cause was drownings. And the number three cause... No, actually go back. Actually, number uh, falls were the number two cause and the number three cause was drownings. And guns didn't even make the top ten. And the numbers on the GVA website doesn't match the CDC at all. Did I mention that uh, the GVA changed their definition to make things seem worse than they were? According to the CDC, that there have been over 400,000 defensive gun uses in 2023. A statistic that the Gun Violence Archive wanted killed, buried, dug up, killed again and buried again and pressured the CDC to remove those statistics from their website. The Washington Post has established a database for every mass shooting in the United States since the 1966 Texas Bell Tower shooting which killed 15 people and defined the mass shooting as which four and more people were killed usually by a lone gunman and their definition specifically does not include shootings tied to robberies that went awry and also domestic shootings where they say most mass shootings under their definition actually occur. Another myth that you will hear, especially in the media, mass shootings happen all the time in America. As a result of the Gun Violence Archive's running count the public is led to believe that these random incidents of mass murder happen all the time in America. Well, in 2022, the Gun Violence Archive recorded 213 incidents it defined as a mass shooting. Well, just nine of them met the FBI's definition. Seven of those were domestic violence incidents or gangland shootouts. Of the 213 alleged mass shootings for 2022, 156 of them, 73%, either one person or no one, was killed. Less than 1% of them, 2 out of 213, met the commonly understood definition of a mass killing. Now the Gun Violence Archive is considered a valuable database by many for statistical analysis, but when politicians or members of the media cite that statistic for their point that mass shootings happen every day in America, they confuse everybody into believing that the overwhelming majority of these incidents are not domestic violence or gang-related shootouts 
that kill or injure innocent bystanders when in fact they are. The shooting in Cocoa, Florida, which was updated literally while I was preparing for this podcast, only made the uh, statistical numbers go up because it was listed by the number of people killed, which were four. However, and normally it wouldn't have been counted because it was a domestic issue or friends who got upset and then came over and killed most of somebody's family. It is a horrible event. There's no taking anything away from that. However, there hadn't been any, quote, mass shootings recently, and so it was the one that came front and center, and they used it in their statistics because it was fresh in everybody's um, media exposure recently. Now, researchers in 2015 examined each one of the 358 mass shootings incidents that were listed in the gun violence archive. And they found that two-thirds of those 358 shootings were either gang-related or as a result of arguments between groups of people, many of which were either drunk or high on drugs. And 25% of them were related to robberies that were committed in high-crime areas of major or mid-sized cities. A staggering 90% of all mass shootings occurred in areas with higher-than-average poverty rates. Another myth is that mass shootings... Let me correct that. Mass shootings are responsible for a high percentage of gun deaths. Beginning with the infamous Texas Bell Tower Massacre in 1966 and ending in May of 2021, the Washington Post logged 189 mass murders in the United States, an average of 3.4 per year. Those 189 incidents killed 1,322 people, or roughly 24 people per year. Since 1981, the United States has averaged almost 13,000 homicides per year. This means that a tiny 0.18% of gun homicides were committed during these mass shootings. Even the Gun Violence Archive, which is the most liberal definition of mass shooting, recorded 513 deaths in mass shootings out of the 19,395 total gun deaths for 2020, or just 2.5%. Gun homicides, unfortunately, are far outpaced by gun suicides as the primary gun deaths in America every year for many years. In 2020, the most recent year that the FBI completed its available statistics, 19,300 homicides by guns, but 24,200 suicides by guns. 
and that's been every year since 1981 that the suicides have outpaced the homicides. In fact, as a percentage of all deaths, gun homicides are incredibly rare in the United States, accounting for just 0.41% of all deaths over the past 25 years. Another mass shooting myth is that most mass shootings involve assault rifles and high-capacity magazines. Gun homicides do happen, though, and when they do, they're almost invariably involving a handgun. And the latest FBI data shows that between 2015 and 2020, there were 10,200 guns used in homicides per year. And out of those, just 314 were rifles. A lot of this information is statistics and percentages and so forth, but when it comes down to it, the assault rifles, their definition of this uh, imaginary thing, the rifles are rarely used in homicides at all, let alone any type of mass killings, and that the high-capacity magazines or banning high-capacity magazines have almost zero effect It can be established by data because the delay of two to four seconds to switch out magazines have no difference that can even be um, figured out statistically. And when you look at the um, Virginia Tech shooting in 2007, one of the worst school shootings, 32 people were killed, 17 were injured. He used two handguns, one at a 10-round magazine, and the other had a 15-round magazine. He simply brought 19 extra magazines with him. And another myth that I hear literally every time someone's talking about it is, this is strictly an American problem. The United States is the only country where mass shootings happen. Uh, that's not true. It's just a matter of how the media covers it. And if you don't hear about what's happening elsewhere in the world, you don't know to compare it. The five deadliest mass shootings in world history took place outside the United States. And so did eight out of the ten deadliest. And so did 33 out of the 50 deadliest mass shootings in world history occurred outside the United States. What's often forgot in the debate about mass shootings is that the United States has the third highest population in the world. In 2016, the Crime Research Prevention Center found that when you adjusted for the population, the U.S. ranked number 12th okay, for mass shootings per capita from 2009 to 2015. And two years later, it analyzed the data from 1966 to 2012. And it found that while the U.S. made up almost 5% of the world's population, it accounted for less than 1.4% of the mass shootings and only 2% of people killed in mass shooting incidents. Just as the United States is hardly alone in dealing with mass murders, it's 
far from the worst country in the world when it comes to gun violence generally. The United States ranked 83rd in the world for murders per capita out of 193 United Nations recognized countries. 83rd out of 193. And while we have 5.3 murders per 100,000, it's well below the world average of 7. Another myth that you'll hear, especially in California, that strict gun control measures can stop mass shootings. Although gun murders don't happen as often per capita in the United States as they do in other countries, they do happen. And the common response to them, especially after a mass shooting, is they need stricter gun laws. If the guns are more difficult to obtain, the thinking goes, then people will no longer use guns to kill people. It should also be pointed out that 94% of mass shootings occur in places such as schools, churches, stores, where guns are banned. Banning assault rifles outright would stop a minute percentage of mass shootings in which the gunman used such a weapon and even fewer that used high-capacity magazines. Now, according to the Gifford Center, which is an anti-gun advocacy group, California has the strongest gun laws in the nation. And one of only a few states that earned an A rating. And they had 32 of the nation's 187 mass shootings since 1986. Correction, 1966. 17% of the total, and far more than any other state. The idea that stronger gun laws reduce the number of guns on the street, which thereby reduce the number of times that guns will be used to kill people, is just a false premise. Gun homicides in America peaked in the late 1980s and early 1990s, and have actually been declining since then with a few peaks in 2014 and 2020. In 1993, the CDC found that there were roughly nine gun murders for every 100,000 Americans. And in 2013, that number declined by over 50% to 3.6 per 100,000. And at the same time, private gun ownership skyrocketed by an estimated 56% from 0.93 guns per person to 1.45 in just 20 years. And since 2013, the number and frequency of mass murders has increased, even as states have implemented stricter and stricter gun laws. One would be hard-pressed to claim that the states had stricter gun laws prior to 1966 than it does today, but researchers have determined that there were just 25 mass shootings in the 50 years prior to the infamous, sorry, infamous Bell Tower shooting in Texas. And since then, there have been 189 
mass shootings in the 55 years after. Well, how can this be? State and federal governments have implemented stricter gun laws. And one final myth, and this one is squarely on the media, is the media coverage of mass shootings. They don't inspire more of them. Some would say that Americans are fascinated by the mass shootings. However, I would say that it's the media who pushes it, so you can't tell what America is fascinated by by just watching the media that all will put the same narrative out on ten different stations in the same hour. Intense media coverage of these shootings appears to spark copycats if you look at the statistics and do a little bit of research. And there's no more pivotal moment for all these copycats than April 20th, 1999, when two teenage gunmen burst into the Columbine High School in Littleton, Colorado and killed 15 classmates and teachers and injured 24 others. There had been 49 mass murders in the previous 22 years. In the 22 years after Columbine, there were 118. That's a 63% of all the mass shootings in the United States occurred after Columbine. And a significant percentage were directly or indirectly inspired by it. The so-called Columbine effect began influencing copycats almost immediately. Eight days after the Columbine shooting, a 14-year-old in Canada, dressed in the dark trench coats like they wore in Columbine, burst into his school, opened fire, killing a classmate. The gunman for both the Virginia Tech shooting in 2007 and Sandy Hook massacre five years later openly cited the Columbine gunman as an inspiration for their crimes. Now when you take a close look at the 12 mass shootings after Columbine, eight of them, the gunman explicitly referenced the Columbine as their inspiration. And six out of the 11 that occurred outside the United States also mentioned Columbine. But what's rarely mentioned is that there were 11 school shootings shortly after that that were stopped immediately and really didn't make the news. And all 11 of them cited Columbine as their inspiration. So when you have this number of mass shooters who at the time survived or left manifestos behind that said that they were inspired by Columbine incident, which was hugely covered in the media, and since then many others have been and still are quoted It's clear that the heavy media coverage does create more and inspires more copycats to do more shootings. And always remember the science. That would be the gun defensive use science by the CDC. 200,000 defensive gun uses each month. So that's 400,000 for this year.
going to carry a gun, get some training, do it legal, stay on the right side of the law. Take care. We'll talk again soon.